0: Welcome back to Gen Z's Digital Decalogue. I'm your guest host, Kate Kovac. Today I'm going to get you the inside scoop on what our innovator teams have been up to for the past few months. I know that you're going to want to connect with this project once it gets released, I promise, because I've been eagerly anticipating it myself. Um, so if I know if I feel that way, you all will too. It's a really cool way to get connected. But before I give anything away, I'd like to introduce you to our next guest. Luke Amano is a current senior at University of Illinois School of Informational Sciences and has a background in user experience and research. He joins us today as a 2023 innovator with his project called Timely. Luke, it's so great to have you on. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really well. Thanks, Kate, for taking the time to set this up and have me.
0: Yeah, of course. It's our pleasure. Before we start like the actual questions of the show, we do a few general questions just to know you better. So off the top of your head, don't think too much about it. I'm just going to hit you with some questions. So uh, comedy or horror? Comedy. Okay. Hiking or surfing? Hiking. Okay. Is that because do you know how to surf?
1: I've surfed once, so I haven't done it enough to know whether I like it or
0: not. Okay, nice. Um, Would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life?
1: Air conditioning and heating.
0: Okay. And then what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of tech and social media? Connection. Mm, Okay, great. That's a really great segue, I think, into um some of our next questions. So uh, I know that you're working on something called timely. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what your role is in it?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. So timely is a social platform that I'm creating that connects people locally based on shared skills or hobbies and helps coordinate a time and place to do them together. And the idea behind this is, kind of the gist of going online to get offline. And uh, I realized that speaking with a lot of people at school, you know, going through the college experience and just educational experience altogether and meeting other students, uh, a lot of people have different and really interesting hobbies and interests that they have that I wouldn't even realize. Uh, for example, I know um, a couple of people that are really into DJing. Uh, one person that I met is really into like fermenting, like making kombucha or um, okay. uh, alcohol, fer- fermented uh, beverages, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really realized that like, what if there was a time and place that you could meet with these people that are spreaded out throughout campus and just learn what they're learning or vice versa, you being able to teach someone else something that uh, they're wanting to learn. So that's kind of the gist behind it.
0: Nice, okay, cool. So I remember when we did our interviews, you also mentioned that um, someone helped you like do something acrobatically and that kind of also generated your idea. Can you tell us more about that and how that started?
1: Yeah, of course. So this is kind of the story that I tell when I pitch this idea to other people. So growing up, I've always wanted to do gymnastics, but I just had never really gotten around to doing it. And my freshman year of college, I was walking on our university quad and I saw this guy doing a bunch of tricks and flips on the grass. And so I came up to him and I straight up asked him, how do you do a backflip? And so this random guy that I've never met in my life, two hours later, he taught me how to do a backflip. And uh, that was just an awe-inspiring moment for me because kind of like I mentioned before, people around campus have different skills and hobbies that, for example, doing acrobatics or or flips and stuff like that, I've always wanted to learn how to do. And uh, this story kind of inspired me to do this project with Timely because, again, there, this could be a great opportunity for people to learn skills in an uh, informal setting, but also with a huge aspect of fun and social interaction to it.
0: Right. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, um, just for my own curiosity, can you still do a backflip?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, I do a backflip <laughs> on the spot. I wouldn't do it in this. I would do it in this call right now, but... Yeah, it's okay. Would, you don't have to. <laughs> I'd probably bust my head.
0: Yeah, no, let's, let's keep you safe, but that's just so fascinating that you're able to like grasp it so quickly too. And then that now you have this like new skill that you've unlocked from this interaction with that stranger. So that's, that's really cool. Um, Yeah. Well,
1: I will say though, like the first couple of backflips that I learned on the spot were absolutely horrible. So like by (laughs) no means it was perfect, but it was, it was a step.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. Cool. So how is it now? Do you think it's pretty like solid your backflip?
1: Oh, hundred percent doing it. Once you learn a backflip, you want to do it like a thousand times, and okay. so at some point you start getting better at it.
0: Great, cool, cool. So because you are an innovator with us, we are very focused on digital well-being and just kind of improving your overall experience in a very safe and responsible way. What what pulled you into the digital well-being move like movement in general?
1: Yeah. So uh, again, this kind of ties back to my progression towards timely, but a little bit backstory of me, um, I always grew up not knowing what I wanted to do, but at the same time, I had an interest in like a thousand different things, right? It, I think it's a gift and a curse knowing that um, you want to do this and you want to do that. Um, but there's also a very frustrating part about that is not or knowing that you can't do everything and knowing that you're better at some things worse than others, Um but still, you'd like to at least have the opportunity and chance to do those things, right? And from the opportunities, or not opportunities, but from the moments where I realized I couldn't do something because maybe there's just no opportunities around, or uh, I didn't have the support system, anything along those lines, it's really discouraging. And you feel hopeless in a sense, because it's like you want to do something, but there's so, there's a barrier, um, or you don't even know anybody around that knows how to get you started or whatnot. And so that's a very discouraging feeling. And I think as a, as a realization, there's a disconnection between an experience that you could have had versus one that you're realistically having. Right. And so throughout growing up, I, I did so many different things. I grew up in music starting off. So I played a lot of instruments, a lot, I did some singing. Um, Then eventually kind of in high school, I moved towards sports, played volleyball. I, I ran a little bit and then I moved to dance which is another thing. Um, And then I moved to fitness. uh, And I eventually also got into acrobatics and like doing some flips and stuff like that. And so there's a huge, like different spiral of things that I was interested in, and not knowing, but realizing that if I can find a way to navigate how to try, I try at the very least these things that really brought up my my, I guess my well being because it's fun trying new things. And it's fun um, building connections with people that you end up Uh, trying these things out with, right? Like the people, the groups that are surrounded or that are brought together by these hobbies or our activities really creates community and strength. And especially now with the whole loneliness epidemic and the way Mm -hmm. communities are transitioning more to online through social media, social networks, and again, COVID too. But now that we're kind of transitioning back, it's still, there's a long lasting impact of online spaces. And Realizing that and realizing and reflecting on the experiences I went through with trying new things, I felt that the best way to connect with people is by working together or learning something together and and being proactive. Uh, There's a saying that uh, I really like and that, that I've heard is that good friends talk, but great friends build. And so it's more than just, oh, what are your interests? What do you like to do? Let's grab a coffee sometime. But actually we have a shared common goal or activity that we want to achieve. Let's do it together and have fun with it. And so kind of bringing it back to your original question of of the need and kind of space of um, social interaction, I really think the catalyst to bring us together are hobbies and skills and intention-based activities.
0: Right, right. So then- your focus with timely is really also to get people connected in person in real time together. So you can actually build those things, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Nice. Yeah. I think that I agree with you. I think that that's something that we've been lacking because of the unforeseeable circumstances that we've faced for the past few years, but also with the onset of just, you know, growing up with technology and being the loneliest generation, I think, like rekindling that connection back to each other is something that really excites me and something it's it's the reason why I'm so interested in your, your project because it's like I would love to meet someone who wants to go like on a, in it with a cycling class. Let's go together. Let's cycle. I don't know you, but you know, let's, let's figure this out or to like go out and do something. That's something really great. Cause sometimes my friends aren't available. We're all so busy. So just somebody who might have the same time frame that they're free and like say, okay, I want to do this. And you find someone and match up like that. That's something I'm really excited for. So if you need like a beta tester or anything, I would happily Put myself on that like roll call so I can be like the first one to do it because I'm so ready for it.
1: Hundred percent, yeah. We're we're getting ready to test very soon, which I'm excited for.
0: Nice. Okay, great. So um, I might have given it away just a little bit, but maybe there might be a little bit more that you can tell us about when you're thinking about timely. What what is your end product looking like in a in a perfect world? Like what is it going to be look like and body?
1: Yeah. So. I really like the, I guess, well, I like working with the idea of instant, like, if I want to do something with someone, I can do it, you know, and that's kind of the the identity behind Timely, right, the name Timely, that it's suitable at a very specific set of time, it goes along in a timely manner with your schedule. Um, so the idea, long-term goal is that someone wants to do something, pick up their phone, find someone nearby that wants to do it and schedules it right away. But ultimately, it's that community engagement and getting people out and proactively doing things is what I want to see and hopefully embody as timely gets bigger, hopefully, of course., mm-hmm. um, but just as it kind of combats the social epidemic or the loneliness epidemic that we're facing, just really have people connect with one another genuinely one to one. And it doesn't have to be like you become best friends out of the the experience, right? It's not necessarily the case It's great if that happens. But mm-hmm. again, it's just, that feeling of I took a step, I was able to do this. I was able to try something new that I've always wanted to do Uh, just those things and hopefully increase everyone's happiness overall and, and love for one another.
0: Yeah. Nice. I really love that answer. So as I mentioned, you are connected to us because you are an innovator with lookup as you had this idea for timely. And then as you're developing it with us, um, is there anything that has been like really notable from the experience as a cohort member for our innovators?
1: I think just overall what Lookup stands for, right? It's giving a platform for our generation to come up with solutions for what's currently out there in terms of problems with social media or just mental health and digital well-being, right? Um, typically when you talk about loneliness epidemic with other people you are like, oh yeah, that's totally a problem. Like we should do something about that. But realistically, how often do people actually do things, right? And people who are actually doing these things are typically the larger companies and corporations that have more power to, because they have more resources and they're just able to do this based on their standpoint in society. But I think the best people, and clearly you guys are advocating for this, the best people that realize The problems and the best people that can come up with solutions are the people facing that problem and that's our generation right we're the most loneliness out of most lonely out of the rest of the generations and so i think we best understand the problems that we're facing so we could potentially find the best solutions for them and so it's really cool to just know that there's an organization out there giving students and giving young adults the spotlight to promote these solutions that they come up with, because it's definitely hard. And I mean, of course, I know this as a person trying to start their own business and trying to build like a solution from the ground up. It's really challenging and it's really stressful and difficult because one, you're literally just one person among billions of people on the planet. Two, you based, you may not have the financial means to do so. I'm not saying everyone does or doesn't, but again, there's differences in, in what access to resources someone has. And so, and three, actually connecting you with other people who are working on solutions, other peers that are around your demographic that share that passion to account and address these problems. So I think just what Lookup stands for has really made me impressed. Um and just that advocation for improving digital wellness and social being is is really inspiring.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. We know that your experiences. is like your experience and you can shed light on in ways that we could never and so how do we how do we like push you forward so that we can we can move out of this just funk and all of this just hardship that is so unnecessary so I'm really glad that that's kind of coming through for you too as as you've gone through the cohort so I know we talked a little bit about mental health would you say that mental health also kind of pushes some of your efforts for timely
1: 100% okay Uh Again, like I I always re, I just refer back to experiences and trying new things right because I think the biggest thing that has helped me with my mental health is just striving for growth, mm-hmm. and a big part of that is trying new things experimenting with hobbies with just tasks as little as going for a walk every day right. Um, I think when people and I'm I'm sure everybody is advocating for growth for themselves but it's it's hard and there's different difficulties for people based on their circumstances but I think the biggest thing is just trying new things really and exploring what the world has to offer um and this can be in any type of form whether it's like I said going for a walk you know even on timely it could be as simple as that right because I have friends that don't like going for walks and I love going on walks And so if I just want to go on a walk with someone and have a regular conversation and anything goes, you know, I could just find someone nearby who's also into that. Right. So it's just little things like that, I think, really help with mental health because um, when you're stuck in this bubble, and I've definitely fallen for this multiple times, you kind of you kind of really rewire your brain in the sense that this is the world, you know, this is all that the world has to offer, especially at school too. I could go on a tangent about this, but it's like being on a college campus everyone is working towards, right, improving their education, getting a good job or improving their career and whatnot. But you forget that you're in like the top 1% of the world, right? There's so many people who don't even have educational experiences. And so you kind of get in this bubble um, of like, this is the only thing that happens. But I think what keeps you grounded and what keeps you um, well balanced is just trying new things, exploring different hobbies and skills. And that really at least in my personal experience, has really helped my mental health.
0: Yeah, nice. Especially when it's like coming from different people too, like that diversity piece is so imperative. Yeah. So um, how far along are you with getting this out to the public for Timely?
1: Yeah, so it's actually really exciting. Um, This week, we just finished our our first developed version, which is really exciting. And so Starting next week, we're gonna we're planning to begin testing on students at the University of Illinois, and we're gonna start really small, like yeah. twenty people maybe at the very at the very max perhaps. Yeah. Um, but the idea of it is like we actually want to see how it goes and how people interact with it, so that we can um, expand, scale, and change things that work for the better and take away things that don't contribute to the overall goal. Mm-hmm. And it's really crazy to see, because at the very beginning of the year, kind of right where I joined Lookup, I had nothing to very little developed already, right? i I had I had a team. Uh, we had about three people, three, four people at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've grown to five currently. And it's nice. been really great because um, speaking with my mentor who was assigned to me from Lookup, has been really helpful because it's been a pretty stressful process along the way like I want to get it out there as fast as possible but then again it's like I have to consider the schedules and the lives of my it's teach. it's just team management at the end of the day which was a right. big component of it mm-hmm. but with my mentor that's been really helpful um, and additionally just seeing the process of like how do you handle funding and budgeting in a correct way Um, how do you reach out and gain additional resources that you may not have thought were there, but are actually there when you just have a conversation with someone.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so that's kind of the the process I've been going through with Lookup because you guys have been very, very generous with the resources and support you have and, that you give us. And so um, seeing it grow from essentially nothing to we're testing literally next week is pretty insane.
0: Yeah, that is so, so exciting. And I'm so glad that your mentor has been able to kind of focus you in on, on all of the, the things that you're needing to move forward. Yeah, that is, I can't, like I said, I I probably sound like a broken record, but I am so <laughs> excited to get my hands on it because I feel like I'd use it like every day. Um. So that's, that's really great as, as you're kind of developing out. So you're going to have some testing done on campus. When can like our other young people get connected to, Too timely. And if they wanted to try things out, how would they connect to you so that they can do that?
1: For the upcoming months, maybe uh, towards summer, we're probably going to be keeping it relatively small, maybe just at my school, because again, I don't, it's it's a social media platform and it's really, it grows by the number of people that use it, of course. But I don't want to get too carried away in the sense that I just release it for the public and there's so many things wrong with it that no one uses, right? I want to kind of dilute. Uh, all the things that don't work with it and gradually um, increase it, but we're anticipating an actual like hard launch in the fall of this year. So okay. roughly April, uh, August, and okay. typically all the schools start. And I think that's kind of the most, the biggest opportunity for us, because that's when people are most looking for people, right. new uh, students to, to do things with. So that's kind of our strategy. And then just testing for kind of the rest of the, fun, the months, but it'll testing will gradually increase and of course I'll I'll have you on the list so you Oh my gosh. Well.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so uh we have a website though that okay. um yeah, we just recently launched so we'll be uploading more information there. Uh it's meettimely.com m e e t timely.com. Okay. And there's a sign up list over there that has like uh, sign up for the beta if you'd like um so if you're ever interested in trying it, not just you, Kate, but just whoever's listening, yeah, yeah. Um, you can head to the website and type your email in and we'll add you to the list. And hopefully, nice. eventually, when we're ready to launch, um, you'll be among the first to to get started. And then my, uh, my email is on there at the bottom as well. So okay. there's contact and, and through Instagram as well.
0: Nice. Okay, cool. I'll make sure to put all of that information in the show notes below so that all who are interested can just do a little copy paste situation and get connected to you. I'm like, when we end this call, I will add myself to that list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's really cool. Um, now, is there anything else that we should know about as you're moving forward? Or like, do you want to shout out anything? Or is, do you maybe have a tip for us as we are going to maybe try out timely?
1: Yeah, maybe it's just for someone who is interested in beginning a venture to solve a problem that's out there. Um, you don't have to know everything and you don't have to be a specific person to do it, I don't think.
0: Okay. Um,
1: especially because I'm building an, an application, right? I'm not a developer. I, I've dabbled in development in the past and stuff like that. And I think there's a big misconception that you have to be an engineer, you have to be a programmer to start a business, especially a tech oriented business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a struggle I went through when just deciding whether I wanted to start this or not. Right. Because I, I do somewhat work in the tech industry, but it's more design and it's more visual and artistic based. But I guess for those who are really interested and in, in especially with digital wellness and, and um, mental health, if you really want to solve or address the issues that are currently present, just start. Whether it's creating a podcast, whether it's handing out stickers to people, it could be something really, really, really simple that doesn't relate to technology. And you can obviously make your way towards it, but definitely start because you learn the most just starting. And I've learned so much in the few months that I've been working on timely and look, we're already starting to actually test it out. Right. So just push yourself and it, it's scary and it's supposed to be scary, but yeah. it's, that's you have, you are capable of doing it.
0: Right. Yeah. No risk, no reward. Right.
1: Exactly. 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then would you, do you have any other tips? Like, cause I'm thinking like for those who might be pushing on to, to, to do what you're doing, would you say that like all of your success kind of sits in asking for help? Because you said like, not really a, a designer in, in, in the sense. So how, how did you kind of get past that hurdle? Did you just ask for help and you found it or what happened?
1: a lot of help and utilize yeah. the resources that are available to you. I okay. I think I would have, I definitely would have learned a lot on my own, but considering that I found resources through my university that advocates for learning how to run a startup or just starting a new venture altogether, was really important. And I, people are really smart and you could be very strategic on how you utilize the things that you have available to you, even though if it may not be a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, it's it's better than nothing and it's just a matter of asking people and actively searching for resources that are available to you. Um, you have to be very proactive. And of, yeah. of course, this is because you're creating something from scratch, right? No one's going to create it for you. So if you really want it, you have to look for it. And I'm glad I I found um lookup. And as a result, it's it's all history from there.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well, I am so, so excited and I'm so proud of all of the progress because I know where where you started and now to actually have something like that's incredible. That's amazing. And if you want to come back on when you have like the final thing and like it's ready to be released, you can totally come back on the show and we can promote it and make sure we get more more eyeballs on it so we can kind of really push this forward.
1: I would love that. That'd be amazing. Yeah
0: all right well thank you so much luke and thank you to all of our listeners as i said all of the links and information will be in the show notes below and we will catch you at the next one
1: cool thanks so much kate
0: yeah of course